What's going on, people? It's your boy, Kalichi, back with another episode of the Rambling Mind Podcast. How are each and every single one of y'all doing today? I hope y'all are taking care of yourselves. I hope y'all are doing all the things you know you ought to do during these times. Y'all, I am tired. I am so tired. I just got back from the gym. I did legs today. I don't know who said that working out was fun because they lied. Anybody who tells you working out is fun, they're weird. Like my little brother who likes working out and he's weird. So I don't know. I'm so tired, man. Like it felt good when I was doing it. It's like, ah, yeah, this feels good. Like I was pumping and doing all the lifts and everything. And then now to walk up the stairs took so much effort. My legs, I could barely lift up my legs. It took so much effort, but I better see the the, the, the the results of my hard work, the fruits of my hard labor, because, oh my goodness, I'm so tired right now. I'm so tired right now. But anyway, that's not why y'all clicked onto this podcast to listen to it, to hear me whine about how I went to work out. By the way, you should work out as well. If you, if you have the time, if you have the opportunity to, definitely find time to do something, whether it's to take a walk, whatever it is, to at least get your heart rate up and get yourself healthier so that you can live longer. Not to say that working out guarantees that you're going to live longer because we all know that there are circumstances that happen. But regardless, at least give yourself the chance for positive things to happen. Plus, if you're single, if you want if you want to get that attention, you know, I'm just saying you can get some of that attention if you just take a little bit to make yourself look nice. I'm just saying, you know, go, go, go hit up the gym, get yourself a little fit. You know, you, you look good. When you look good, you have more confidence. When you have more confidence, you, you tend to be able to step up to stuff and do stuff that you otherwise would not do but anyway that's again i don't know where that is coming from i don't know any of that but anyway we start off this podcast with an announcement that was made actually earlier today from the federal reserve it's something we've been waiting for them to announce for a long time and we finally heard papa pal go up on stage and say the words that we've been waiting for he finally announced that the federal reserve will start tapering well that's not exactly what he said he said that the federal reserve would start dwindling down their bond repurchase program and start winding it down it's uh the fed will begin tapering at the end of this month on a monthly basis the the, the reduction will see 10 billion dollars less in treasury repurchases and 5 billion dollars less in mortgage backed security the committee said that the move came in light of the substantial further progress the economy has made toward committee's goals since last December. However, the Federal Reserve did not make any changes to interest rate. They are still keeping it low, 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 low at 0%, 0 percent to 0.25%. As far as their thoughts on inflation, Papa Powell and the Fed are no longer using the word transitory because people have taken what they meant as transitory to mean something else because a lot of people started misconstruing the term term transitory to mean that prices are going to go up and then come back down but prices are not going to come back down like what business do we know that's going to increase prices and then be like you know what just because people are asking us to we're going to bring the prices down down what they meant was we're going to see higher inflation for a brief period of time and then prices will stabilize so now they're no longer using the word uh, transitory they're now using the word temporary where they expect elevated inflation for a period of time before it settles back down to that two percent mode the news was not really shocking. 
as the Federal Reserve tried its hardest to be as white-gloved with the markets as possible, sharing as much information with the public before it makes any kind of move, letting them know like, hey, this is what we're going to do, so just take pay attention, and basically just taking care of the markets. This is why we call him Papa Pal, because he takes care of the market like the market is some a bunch of whiny little kids that he has to pacify with a lot of information before he makes any kind of move. As a matter of fact, after you make this move, the actual the market actually hit all time highs right after the the announcement was made, which was kind of interesting because a lot of people have been saying like once tapering starts, a lot of people we're gonna see a downturn in the market. Everything is just gonna start going down, and we didn't see that. But then again, it's it's still early. I mean, we've only had the announcement today. We might see what happens to close out this year and then the beginning of next year as well. Gone are the days when the Federal Reserve don't doesn't talk to the public, doesn't do any kind of conference, doesn't go do any press conferences, and people have to infer what the Federal Reserve were planning on doing. Nowadays, the Federal Reserve just comes out and says, hey, this is what we're doing. We're going to uh, hike interest rates in about a week, or we're going to do this and start tapering. They just tell us, give us as much information about what they're thinking to ensure that the, the market doesn't go into any kind of panic based off of their moves. But this is a good move. I've been saying it for a while that I need the Fed to start tapering because these mark this, this especially when it comes to mortgage-backed securities. I am so glad that they are reducing their purchases of mortgage-backed security so that maybe, just maybe, your boy will be able to buy a house finally. Maybe prices will start coming back to earth, which I highly doubt. But, you know, we one can hope. One can hope. Anyway, enough of talking about monetary policy. Let's start talking about the interesting things that happened last week. Actually, earlier this week. Facebook is now meta. Yes, seriously, that's their name. Their name is now Meta. You guys have probably heard about it, how Facebook is now trying to be a metaverse company. As Mark Zuckerberg, I was going to say Zach Zuckerberg, <laughs> as Mark Zuckerberg said, right now our brand is so tightly linked with one product that it's it can't possibly represent everything we're doing today, let alone in the future. Like I said, Meta is short for Metaverse, which, as you guys know, is something I'm extremely excited about, and it's actually something that I've invested in. Anyway, if you don't, do not know what the Metaverse is, think about Ready Player One. I'm pretty sure 90% of people don't know what the Metaverse is, but if you've seen the movie Ready Player One, the game universe in that movie is a Metaverse. Oasis, which is the game universe, is a Metaverse. If you don't know what that movie is, think about the Matrix, the system that they all plug into, that is a Metaverse in a sense. That is a different physical realm, not physical, a virtual realm that you can plug into and do something of the real world. Basically, it's a digital version of the real world. Current versions of the metaverse that we have are things like Roblox, Fortnite, and Minecraft. But these are not immersive experiences and also they're not shared experiences. In other words, you can't take things from Roblox into Fortnite and you can't take things from Fortnite into Minecraft. A metaverse is just going to be a platform where everything is shared, where you can go from universe to universe, where you can go from world to world without having to log out and log back in. Facebook, I mean, Meta, it's going to take me a while to get used to saying their name the right way, wants to change all of that. Meta has hired over 10,000 engineers for their reality labs to build this thing fully out. Now, the timing of the name change is rather peculiar as it may have come sooner than Zuck and Facebook would have wanted it to come. Gene Munster, partner at Loop, a research-driven investment firm, says that the company may have had to step up its timeline because of the rebrand, diffuses all the negativity around Facebook, and 
points to a positive future. As Zuckerberg said during the announcement, from now on, we're going to be metaverse first, not Facebook first. It's a story that started in the dorm and grew beyond anything we could have imagined. After Meta's announcement, everyone wanted a piece of the metaverse. As a matter of fact, Microsoft just announced that their PowerPoint field announced a PowerPoint fueled metaverse kind of world. Brands like Nike are quickly filing trademarks to have their items in games like Fortnite and Roblox. As Jensen Huang, the CEO of NVIDIA said, the top companies in the next few years are going to be based on connected worlds. This is typical corporate behavior. The moment one large company decides to make a move that seems to be world changing, especially if it seems to have a lot of money in it, every other company is going to try and make a move to pivot in that same direction. It happened a few years back when every single company was talking about blockchain, 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 because that became like the big hyped up thing. After more revisions than Kanye on the Donda album, it seems we finally have the completed framework for the build better uh, build back better act. I'm just calling it the triple B from here on out, aka the infrastructure bill that we have been waiting for since April. It is no longer a six trillion dollar package that we initially saw. It has been whittled all the way down to one point seven five trillion dollars. So here's probably what's going to be in it still. We still don't know exactly what's going to be in it because there's one senator that's standing in the way of progress being made. Senator Manchin of West Virginia. That dude is just like, nope. I don't like it. Get it out of here. I don't like it. Get it out of here. Anyway, but this is the stuff that has been put into the bill. An additional year of enhanced child tax credit, universal pre-K for more than 6 million three and four year old kids. I love this. Environmental tax credits of up to $12,000 for new electric vehicles and incentives for installing solar panels. What's out? Paid family and medical leave initially was supposed to be 12 weeks, but they have completely removed it from the package. Two years of free community college. That's also not in the package. Prescription drug price reduction, which Medicare would have been able to negotiate drug prices, but that's no longer there. Medicare would have also now started including vision and dental in their plans. And then the billionaire's income tax that we talked about, I believe it was last week or maybe it was a couple of weeks ago. Now, overall, it seems like it's okay, but I would have preferred if they had added the family uh, medical leave stuff to the to the plan just because we need more benefits for families. If we're going to continue to move this economy forward, we need to create space for people to be able to do the things to take care of themselves. Like we found during this COVID vaccine period or COVID pandemic period, one of the things that we are lacking in the United States is support for families. And so we need more of those support for families. We need some kind of system in place to help families because in the United States, nothing is cheap. And so if the government can establish some kind of system to help families out, it will actually help the economy as a whole. Stats of the week. First, we're going to talk about COVID-related stats, COVID vaccine-related stats. 5% of unvaccinated workers say they left a job because of vaccine requirement. More than one-third of unvaccinated workers said that they would leave their job if their employer required a vaccine or weekly test, which is ironic because a lot of companies are definitely requiring it. 25% of workers said their employer is requiring them to get vaccine, which is up 9% from uh from 9% in June. 30% of parents said they would not allow their kids to get the vaccine. And as a matter of fact, we just got approval for the Pfizer vaccines for kids 5 to 11 years old. So 
it's going to be interesting to see how that whole thing plays out. Next number, 1,800. This is the number of flights American Airlines had to cancel this weekend. They said it was due to bad weather, but it seems like the staffing shortage is really getting to every single person. Remember a few weeks ago, Southwest canceled 2,400 flights and Spirit canceled 2,000 flights in August. Southwest and Spirits have reduced the number of flights for the hard holiday season due to the labor shortage. American says, now nah, we're not reducing much of anything. We're trying to make this bread. We'll be all right. We're going to keep the same number of flights. Next number, 10%. Police fines and fees account for 10% of city revenues. This is not a small number. It may seem small, but it's not a small, small number. A lot of cities depend on these fines and fees. It has warped the way the police do their job. Although they say that there are no mandates or quarters to reach certain ticket milestones, part of the evaluation of many officers is the number of citations that they write, which is very backwards because common sense would indicate that the more that the police are doing a good job, they should actually be writing less and less and less citation because the police should really not have much of anything to do when they're doing a great job in a city. And so... As was said, there needs to be a decoupling between the police and revenue generation for a lot of cities. We need to stop using this police as a resource generating engine. Rather, it just needs to be something that is out there to help citizens. So that way, people are policed in a much better way. Next one, $6 billion. A CNN article wrote that world hunger could be ended with $6 billion. And they mentioned that Elon Musk just needed to sell $6 billion to end world hunger. Well, if you mention Elon Musk, he going to come back at you. He basically has the stance of, if you get jammed up, don't mention my name. Because if you do, I'm shooting right back at you. After Elon Musk saw that headline, he fired back at them and said, if the UN showed how $6 billion would end world hunger, he would sell Tesla stock immediately. However, he had one stipulation. He said he wanted a detailed open source plan to make sure that the public is informed about how the money is being is being spent. Don't play with Elon. If you go to mention Elon's man, he ain't like all these other CEOs. He ain't like uh, Bezos. He ain't like all these other dudes. Elon Musk gonna call you out. He gonna fire right back at you. If you mention Elon Musk's name in anything, he gonna come right back for you. So don't play with this man. This man don't joke with you. This man don't play with you. If you wanna mention his name in anything, you better come correct or he's coming right back at you. <laughs> and the final thing, uh, the final announcement I have for today, Facebook, oh God, this is going to be so hard. Meta, I mean, Meta is shutting down its facial recognition program. They're not doing this from the goodness of their heart. They're not doing this because, oh, we need to make sure that we're collecting the right. No, 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 no. They're not doing it for anything good. They're only doing this because they've been getting sued left, right, and center. And they're like, you know what? We're tired of dealing with this. We're on this whole new wave of being a metaverse company. So we're just going to let all this stuff go. We're going to get this information anyway because all y'all going to join the metaverse. So we're going to let this side go. But just know one thing. We still Facebook and we still rule the universe. But anyway, that's all I got today. This is a very short one for today and for this week. There's not a whole lot that was happening this week. I mean, there was some stuff happening, but most of it bored me to tears. So I didn't really care that much. But anyway, I hope y'all learned one, maybe two things that's going on. And if you did, share this podcast with one person that you love, one person that you hate, and one person you're just kind of like, eh, about. And by that time, you just share it with every single person that you know. But more importantly, make sure you're hitting up the gym and you're staying healthy. Give yourself some room for fitness. Eat healthy, take care of yourself so that we can all be celebrating 
each other tomorrow. But anyway, I'm gonna catch y'all up in the next one. Remember, generosity is always greater than greed. God bless each and every single one of y'all, and I'm out. Peace.